0: So welcome to the Be Bold in Business podcast, and I cannot wait for you to take your invitation to be bold in your business too. How do I shift my pricing or raise my prices even when people aren't buying? I get this question all of the time, and I really, really think we should talk to it. So, What's really important with this question is we're going to be talking about everything to do with this idea of pricing and your prices, even when people aren't buying. So should I reduce the price because people aren't buying? Um, Should I create a discount because people aren't buying? How do I raise my prices if people aren't buying? So this works for all of it. You know, if people aren't buying, what do you essentially do? So the first thing that we really need to recognize here is, and I've talked about this before, so none of this will be new, but I wanted a place where it is really, you know, succinct for you. So. There are three reasons that people won't be buying, and it is really important, even before we look at those three reasons, that we look at ourselves in this process. So the three main reasons that people won't be buying, number one is the product. Do they actually need the service that you're offering? Do you know your audience well enough to know that they want a six-month one-to-one, or do they need... 60 minutes do they need just a powerful intensive with you do you know if people want to do a self-led course do they actually want to spend time in your presence does the work you do do people want to do that in a group or do people want to do that with you one-to-one do you do you need to sell a membership or do people want to have more time with you so all of this the first thing you really need to look at is is your product aligning is your service aligning with your community and If we're not sure of that answer, then this is the first place we want to start because so much of selling is about providing a solution and a service to your customers. If your customers do not know that they have that they don't have this problem, they're not going to be looking for that solution, are they? If they don't have this problem, they won't be searching for you to serve them and support them. So knowing your audience and the heartbeat of your audience is going to be really essential for this to move forward long-term in your sales. So the first thing is the product, okay? So that's your service in this case. But I just like the three Ps. So uh, the service is the service actually serving the audience in the way that you know that they need number two the promise is the outcome clear enough so 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 many incredible women have amazing ideas and offers and services but it's just not clear how it's going to help someone so is the promise clear enough is it clear why someone needs the thing that they need from you is it clear what the outcome will be is it clear what they're investing in is it clear where they will be at the end of their time with you do you have outcomes do you have very clear specific goals and this works with any service okay so Of course, for some services, graphic designers, web developers, uh, social media managers is easier in a sense because you have some tangibility. But if you're a mindset coach, an energy healer, a counselor, a therapist, um, you know, a self-love practitioner, um, a human design expert. These, although they have intangible outcomes, they can have very specific examples of the promise. So when you work with me inside this program in 12 weeks, you are going to be able to handle difficult conversations and manage confrontation without feeling like you have to submit when you aren't in the wrong you're going to be able to honor your boundaries and communicate what they are without feeling guilty example just as some examples so is the promise clear do you have a clear promise of what it is that you are actually offering your community in the thing that you are selling When you do have that, how often are you showcasing it to your audience? How often are you sharing with them what the promise is? The outcomes, case studies, examples, transformations, your own journey, results that people have had, celebrations that you want to share with people. How often are you doing that? How often is the promise featuring in your content? How often is the promise positioned as the main event? If we're able to showcase what the promise is, what you're, what you're giving people, the outcomes, they will be able to self-identify and therefore go back to number one and work out if that service is for them. So number two is about the promise. Number three is the price. So here's the thing there are two schools of thought here and i'm just going to share the way that it's always worked for me and for my clients and the way that we align with this work you don't want to outprice yourself out of your own market because when you do that you can't build momentum you will end up having to reduce your price you won't feel confident and it will actually just deflate you so pricing is all about making sure we do two things it has to feel right for you 100 but it also has to attract and bring in clients at the level that you're attracting them in at, at, at this point so of course, we can always raise our ideal client. We can always bring in a different caliber of person that's ready for that next step and that is ready in, you know, for more. But where you are right now and the audience and the community you have, we need to serve them where they're at and meet them where they're at. And th- sometimes it was also about generating momentum and building confidence and credibility. So is it better that you get 10 people in at a lower price than two people in at a higher price? You then have 10 people that you have social proof credibility, amazing community and connections with that could recommend you to one other person, that's 20 then that you've served, rather than two, one might not be committed, so then you've got one person, and then it doesn't have the same it doesn't have the same confidence for you and you don't feel as good about it because this is always the way when people invest, they also need to do the work. And that isn't always gonna be the case. People won't always do the work that's needed. So the more people that you are able to serve, The more momentum you can build, the more confidence, the more credibility, and the more you know your audience. So pricing is not about just making it cheap because that doesn't mean people will buy. But it is about making it accessible to your audience and where they're at whilst you are in a space of people aren't buying. Once you're in a space of people aren't buying now, but they have done and have been sold out, then this is all about your content, your visibility, and your strategy. But if you're at a point where you want that stagnation to end and you know that you need to do a little bit about it, I would say pricing, the biggest struggle for people is they don't know where to start and they end up just sort of pricing it anywhere. Ask your audience, look at your audience, look at competitors, and I only use that word because you know it's, it's the easiest way to explain what I mean and to see where they're at in that pricing market. Other businesses do this all the time, competitor analysis, market research. This is what you can do. Take the time to actually dig a bit deeper into what other people are offering and how they're offering it and, and the price points. Once you do have your prices, It's also really important to think about when it comes to things like pricing, looking at things like, are you going to offer payment plans that can sometimes also help people? Are you going to explain the payment system? Why it's priced that way, the way that it works? You know, pricing, is not something that we want to shy away from? So they're the three reasons that we need to, first of all, just fundamentally look at why people might not be buying. But beyond that, the other reason people might not be buying is because you might not be talking about it enough or you're not talking about it in the right ways confidently clearly concisely really making sure it talks to the right person so there's just so much to talk about on here wow but that that would be the starting point if people aren't buying before we look at anything else to do with like pricing or what that looks like these are the three things that you need to really take the time to dig deep on then if you're in a situation where you people aren't buying at the price that you've set Think about other ways you can be resourceful before you just look at lowering the price, giving a discount or raising the price. Can you create incentives? So the price stays the same, but the things that you offer might change. You might include a bonus session. You might include a bonus training. You might include um, a, a connection session. You might include a guest expert. You might include one of your courses. Are there ways that you can create more value rather than just looking at creating a discount or lowering the price. And this also works when you raise your prices. When you raise your prices, or you're looking at prices and people aren't buying, it's not always because they're not ready to, they just need to see more from you. And in a study done in March, 2023, for top performance in sales, it clarified, which we know, It takes eight touch points for people to be ready to buy. So creating a ready-to-buy audience does take time of you showcasing the value inside and making sure that you are making that a fundamental part of your messaging. So the price is never really the focus point. It's what that represents. Are you showcasing and sharing what that price means and how that price can be demonstrated through the work that you do okay so for example do you share case studies do you share transformations do you share your own work and what you've learned do you share your own credibility and the work that you've done the lessons that you've learned the investments that you've made do you share client feedback social proof and this can come from free people in your community as well they don't always have to be paid do you share comments in posts are you allowing people to see that the value of the work that you do are you sharing research studies books that you're reading articles other accounts are you sharing this work to make sure that what you are doing you are building credibility around it and you are building that presence for what you do you have to be the champion of your offers your services and who and what you are selling you have to be the champion of that and once you are the champion you're going to be able to be able to put yourself in the forefront of your own content so when people are not buying, think about these things. You've got the three Ps, the product, the promise, and the pricing. You've also then got... Your, you, your marketing. You've also got knowing your audience and are you doing market research? Do you know what they need? You've also got the opportunity of being resourceful and adding things, creating more value, showcasing what's on offer. You could also create different experiences. If people are not buying, how can we allow them to see what's on the inside? Could you create some behind the scenes? Could you create some free tutorials? Could you do some interviews with past clients? Could you do a tour of behind what you do? Could you do a video explaining the experience of why you work with the people the way that you do can you unfold this further so often we just focus on the outcome no one's buying but are you looking at the reasons behind that are they ready to buy and what is it that they're buying is it clear do you have things pinned to your website features on your facebook pinned on your instagram you know have you got videos explaining what you do whatever it might be is this is this clear for your audience are you creating a clear understanding of the pathway to buy and also are you confident in what you're doing are you showing up passionately talking about your offers and your services it's not about the price it is about the service it's about the result the transformation the promise the outcome it's about the journey and the price becomes the energetic commitment that someone is making in that experience. And this is where it, the reason I say it's not about price is someone could be struggling to sell something for 22 pounds. Someone could be struggling to sell something at 22,000 pounds. The price is not the thing. It's the energy behind it, the conversation, the context, the messaging. And then it's also about the community and making sure that this is aligned. Now, when it does come to raising your prices, you do also need to raise your standards. You need to raise your marketing. You need to raise your messaging. You definitely need to raise the ability that you have to make sure that you are championing your offers. So when it comes to how do you price your services or, or look at that when no one's buying, these are some of the ways that you can start to really think about looking at your offers. And the other thing you can do is test your market. So if people aren't buying your high ticket programs and you're saying, well, I need three people a month to buy this or I can't do X, Y and Z, if they're not coming in, what else are you doing to generate leads? Can you get people into a one pound workshop? Can you get people into a 21 day experience that's 47 pounds, whatever it might be, to just start connecting, reconnecting and testing where your audience is at and what they need from you? Being able to sell is not just about being able to make lots of money quickly. It's about being able to create longevity in your sales and in the relationships with your people. It's about being able to have the confidence to sell whatever it is that you're selling to the audience that you have and know that it serves them. So that's also important. Do you need to be innovative in terms of how you're generating leads and testing your ready to buy market? So honestly, there is so much I could say on this, but I hope this has given you some food for thought in terms of what to do when people aren't buying and how you can how you can start to change that because you can't control when people buy. but You can control what you're doing to create an atmosphere and environment, a platform, a hub for your content, for your value, for your services, for the work that you do and how we're putting that out there. You control where you get seen, how visible you are, who you connect with. You control the confidence that you have when you sell your services. You control these things. Um, So this is giving you some ideas of, of ways that we can kind of reintroduce that back into your platform, into your audience. And some sales strategies that allow you to remember that if you know we need eight touch points, and this was done on a very recent study, how can you say and sell the same thing? in eight different ways. Maybe spend some time on that as a homework. You've got an offer. How can you sell that offer in eight different ways on eight different platforms or in eight different posts in eight different pieces of content in eight different narratives? Eight different emails, eight different titles, eight different podcasts, whatever it might be, and start to create that variation within your sales strategy and your marketing strategy to connect with your audience and really make sure that you are focusing on that ready to buy element. How are you connecting? If they're not buying one thing, it doesn't mean they won't buy another. But are you doing enough to create variety? Are you doing enough to create variety within yourself, within your systems, testing your audience, seeing what they want and what they need, and also within the services that you provide? So, okay, food for thought there, little mini masterclass. I've thrown so much at you. Please let me know your questions. Just DM me on Instagram. There's going to be more to come on this. I'm going to be doing some more mini trainings, but hopefully this gives you a big boost and a blast to get you started. And I'll see you in some more episodes.